वेलकम बैक टू फैशनेबली ऑकवर्ड पॉडकास्ट होप एवरी वन इज हैविंग अ लवली डे टूडे वी आर ज्वाइन बाई अमेजिंग गेस्ट कोरी बर्न्स ऑल द वे फ्रॉम न्यूयॉर्क हाई कोरी थैंक यू सो मच फॉर ज्वाइनिंग एस टूडे Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Before we dive into today's interview, we would like to introduce Cory and her luxury sustainable fashion brand Cory Burns. Cory is an American American designer based in New York in Paris. She studied in IFA Paris, her deconstructed tailoring with an inclusive vision for the future of sustainable fashion is inspiring as well as well as her innovative perspective on upcycling, low waste uh direction usage of dead stock fabric in pre-love garment creating an ethical and out of fa- box fashion her brand cory burns is a luxury deconstructed brand that focuses on diversity socio economics and sustainability as a catalyst for social change through fashion her collection is inspired and designed to highlight the diversity in the black community and continues to effort to improve equality and inclusion Kori it's an amazing journey that you have been on with your sustainable brand with such a distinguished visual identity we are so excited to know more about your brand today Thank you I'm super excited to share <laughs> Great great so with this let's start with the interview uh we would first okay. like to know uh, what really inspired you to start your own brand Definitely so I would have to say it was definitely a few different things the first thing would be Um during my middle school time I started with sculpture mm-hmm. so you'll see that in a lot of my pieces you'll right. see um sculpture in the shoulders rather it be a form um that was always really big for me so in high school I actually used to make dresses mini little dresses out of wow. plaster clay wire glass because mm-hmm. I had a 3D class oh. and one day yeah <laughs> love always loved the art mm-hmm. so I did have a 3D class in high school mm-hmm. and as I was making these dresses out of everything but fabric mm-hmm. um my art teacher Miss Capriola Lazaro she just reached over one day and was like you know you can make that out of fabric right and I was just like oh, oh my god <laughs> and that was the aha moment for me but even at that moment I didn't start using fabric mm-hmm. but later on when I did go to my undergraduate at Casanova mm-hmm. college university I did start to play around with fabric and I took fashion design as a minor um halfway through having business management specialization in accounting as my major I added fashion design as a major as well so I had dual and during that time um I started branching outside of school and doing shows and really got inspired and in my first or my sophomore year that's when I actually started my brand it was a different name then and it's grown to be Cory Burns mm-hmm. right. which is my child childhood nickname so oh, yeah very interesting <laughs> and Thank inspiring you. also at the same time that since such a young age you had this vision although uh, there were a few guidance in the process that help you to finally mm-hmm. come up to with your brand So uh, as we know that deconstruction and upcycling are the core of your brand how has it inspired you to create more sustainably Definitely so before going to Paris I recently graduated this mm-hmm. past May from IFA Paris mm-hmm. with my master's in contemporary fashion design going to Paris I must say it really was an eye opener in terms of sustainability and how fashion is being pushed forward in Paris I believe Paris is one of the centers mm-hmm. where it, spreads so it starts there and it yeah. spreads so 
I think starting there with upcycling, deconstruction, mm -hmm. and the professors that are there, it really opened my eyes. I was doing a little bit of sustainability before, yeah, but it became more focused and driven. And the only sole answer after graduating and actually going through that process and seeing the effects. So I knew a little bit about sustainability before going for my master's, mm -hmm. but I think going there, I was really inspired by the upcycling that's being done in Paris and mm -hmm. all throughout Europe. Mm -hmm. And I think that definitely bled over into my, my brand. Oh, that's that's really interesting how like culture of a certain place, you know, inspires you to uh, take inspiration from them and, you know, create something of your own. So that's an interesting Definitely. journey that you have been on. Thank you. Yeah. It's so, very interesting. Yeah. So with that, we would also love to know, like, how does your designing process work like? Like, how is it? Definitely. So my design process is quite lengthy. Mm -hmm. So... For my last collection, it literally took me one and a half to two years to complete oh. Oh. from That's start so to finish. Yeah, it's very yeah. long. Yeah. yeah, I wanted, this was my rebranding collection and introducing mm -hmm. the more sustainable brand. So I yeah. wanted to have all my um, I's dotted and T's yeah. crossed. Right. So yeah, it was really important for me to take my time and to do it correctly or to my best knowledge. Makes sense. So, um, yeah so to answer your question um how does design right. my design process look so it's very intense so i start with research i always start with research mm -hmm. i think it's so important to understand what i'm going to be saying to the audience because mm -hmm. then after all my collections i always get questions after the show right so if i'm picking something like for example mental health mm -hmm. and then i pick the stages to display that and when someone comes up to me I want to know, I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, I didn't take, I took psychology, but not, you know, just the one class in, mm -hmm. in college. So I wanted to do that amount of research. I wanted to speak to people in that field. Mm -hmm. So start with research. Um, so I start with secondary and primary. So the secondary research is more so the research that's already been completed mm -hmm. by everyone else. And I'm gathered and organized articles. I'm just researching that. And then I do primary research for our community. So mm -hmm. I reach out to people and I give them a survey and I really try to understand um, that part of it, mm -hmm. of the mental health. So I did do that in about 2020. I passed that survey out for about mm -hmm. six months and tried to reach as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so after I have the research, I then go into the design thinking theory or process. People mm -hmm. have different names for it. Yeah. 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 So for the process, I start with empathy. Mm -hmm. So learning about the audience that will go back to the yeah. surveys and really okay. speaking to them. Mm -hmm. Then I try to really define um, the problem Probably. statements or the pain points. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I also do um, brainstorming and make mind maps mm -hmm. for the, the next stage. Mm -hmm. And then I make prototypes and then I test it in samples and it usually forms on from there. Mm -hmm. But that's usually the process that I do. It's kind of really long, yeah. but I feel in the end it's worth it yeah. because you can really see, see it see the difference yeah yeah no Definitely. wonder why your designs stand out because your process is so extensive and you do your research so thoroughly yeah. Yeah. so no wonder they stand out and they're so special so, thank you 
Uh, how has social economic and diversity inspired you to create your products and the the impact the brand has created over the years? How would you like to explain? Definitely, I'm mm-hmm. sorry for cutting you off there, mm-hmm. but um, social economics and that whole aspect has always been a huge part of my life, and I know many others. Mm-hmm. So the focusing on relationship of social behavior versus mm-hmm. economics. I think the correlation between the two is so heavy, but it's not really spoken about. Mm-hmm. I feel like in our community. Yeah. Um. So I really wanted to bring a voice to that and to include that in my brand's DNA. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned before, in my design process, I do start with a mind map. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like one bubble in the middle, and then I branch out. Mm-hmm. My last collection actually started at social economics, mm-hmm. and then it branched out to different things. Um, different feelings that you get in that situation yeah. and eventually it led to mental health and a few other things mm-hmm. but I stuck on mental health because this was in the middle of the pandemic I was mm-hmm. isolated designing the collection and I just thought this is the time and when I'm done with it it'll still be the time okay. so um, that's why I decided to do a mental health collection mm-hmm. focused on that mm-hmm. but it did stem from um, social economics yeah yeah I think uh, the culture and also like uh like where you come from it plays a lot of a big role in like when we go through the learning process and we mm-hmm. you know finally get a chance to create our own collection so that's really great that you know you have taken inspiration from different elements of your own life definitely and created a collection that you know inspires others too um and we would also like to know like what are like some of the challenges that you had faced as a sustainable uh, sustainability luxury brand uh, today today's market yes definitely so well one pain point currently and i feel like it's going to happen until you hit a certain price point Mm -hmm. um with your brand but designing sustainably is not cheap yeah (laughs) so you have to have a certain amount of capital Mm -hmm. yeah but um i think it's worth it and i also think i've seen this for a few other designers not remember their name off the top of my head mm-hmm. but they were just in the news and someone was bashing them saying that they don't have enough products available mm-hmm. but they are a small emerging luxury sustainable brand mm-hmm. so they have limited quantity yeah. to give yeah so they were complaining about that and i'm just like <laughs> that's not that's, how it works yeah yeah it's not how it works it's not a fast fashion brand so yeah. they don't have what h&m has to mm. push out hundreds of t-shirts right. you know it's there's a limited amount of quantity especially yeah. i'm sorry what you say i said it's not mass production sustainability is yeah. not supposed to be mass producer yeah. yeah and it's something that is handcrafted with a lot of love and a lot of patience yeah. and a lot yeah. of research and like do it's all about doing things mindfully how can you create uh, <laughs> you're talking about capsule collection and then creating mass producing uh, it wouldn't make sense no yeah mm-hmm. i agree i agree so when i saw that i was just like Oh my gosh, it's not fast fashion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's one of the difficulties. Um, and I don't want to produce 5,000 t-shirts. Yeah. That's not sustainable. Yeah. Even if they are priced higher, they're going to end up where they end up in a landfill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no point in producing that much. And there are so many designers. We each don't have to produce like... 10,000 t-shirts because there are people producing 10,000 t-shirts which I think is kind of wild but um yeah so that's one of the the main 
pain points, I would say, being a sustainable luxury designer. Yeah, we totally get you. Like we believe that it's very important to educate the audience because there is so much yeah. less of awareness. People do not completely understand the meaning of sustainability. And um, mm-hmm. from our end, uh, as we all come from fashion industry, we try to give our best to explain them what it means. And it's not mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, just buying certain fabrics or uh, um, or buying product from sustainable brand. But it also it is also about what you already have and reusing it and you know using it in several mm-hmm. different ways. So yeah, we get where you are coming from and how much it must be difficult for you to explain your audience and then educate them through your collection. Definitely. Um, we actually try to do Sustainable Monday and mm-hmm. Mental Health Mondays on our stories because yeah. that's a way we um, reach out yeah. to our audience to educate them. Yeah. But I also feel like for the audience that are that they're new to sustainability and the whole idea of it, I feel like it's at this time, since everyone's adding sustainability to, to their brand, yeah. I can understand the confusion that a lot of people are getting. Yeah, right. um, so I think education, that's why we have like the Sustainable Sunday on our brand's page to try to educate and to mm-hmm. provide those resources for people so they can read up on it and know that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice initiative. Really yeah. appreciate it. So, yeah. uh, with your recent collection, Mental Health, that looks very uh, interesting, very intriguing. Probably one yeah. of our favorite collections. So, could you talk more about it? Yes. So, the Mental Health collection. Um, so, in terms of inspiration or? Inspiration. And how did this idea came to your mind? Yeah. Yeah. You can explain us the whole process. We yeah. would just love to know everything about it. <laughs> Okay, so um, in think around 2020, January, right before the pandemic mm-hmm. had hit, um, I was trying to, I had a different idea for the collection. I can't even remember it now, mm-hmm. but it wasn't going to be mental health. But then just the atmosphere that, and the situation, because right around um, lockdown, the George Floyd mm-hmm. yeah. um, tra- tragedy happened yeah. back to back. Yeah. So it's like you're locked away. You can't like get to your family because mm-hmm. I was in Paris. So there was a lot of um, pressure on my mental health. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that definitely, like that was my ultimate decision to go with that because I know I wasn't the only person feeling like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely wanted to do the mental health collection, but I did start um, with social economics mm-hmm. as my the middle of my mind map mm-hmm. brand DNA mm-hmm. and then I got to mental health and decided to go with mental health um, just because of the climate that we we're in it was pretty rough um, a lot of protests at that time mm-hmm. right. so um, that was my main inspiration um, during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement and in the middle of COVID I just knew everyone's mental health mm-hmm. like leaving this was going to be extremely altered um, in a positive way or a negative way, but more so I was seeing the negative of it just because of how intense it was. And I grew a lot of inspiration from that. Um, Well, actually designing, when I actually put pen to paper after all of the research (laughs) that I mentioned I do, um, I start to draw and then I draw to songs that um, 
Interesting. Grasp some of that emotion. Mm-hmm. So like Bach, Beethoven, mm-hmm. um, Stor- Storme is a French um, singer. I think I'm saying his name right. I always say it wrong. <laughs> but um, he actually did a whole album on, it wasn't mental health, but it oh. was um, the state of his mental health. Mm-hmm. So I, I drew to that. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of inspiration. Mm-hmm. But um, so people always ask me, how is this a mental health collection? Mm-hmm. And I think for every stage, I actually have over 800 sketches from this collection, oh. but you guys only see 10. Oh my God, that's wow. a long process with yeah. like so yeah. much of sketching and ideating. <laughs> yes. So my whole wall, I'll share a picture with you girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys see then if you can share the playlist of the artists that you mentioned, maybe we can use it to showcase while like we are working oh, on the yes. creatives. That would, that would be, be lovely, yeah. yeah. Okay, definitely I'll put that in there. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I have my whole wall in Paris of my apartment covered with sketches, hundreds of sketches. Mm-hmm. And people always ask me, how is this a mental health collection? I'll go back to that. Mm-hmm. And for each segment of mental health, for example, um, the first contemplation stage, I try to put myself in that stage and I mm-hmm. use information from the research notes of how people would feel. And then I pick a song that mm-hmm. reflects that, if that makes oh, sense. Yeah. And then just like a artist would paint or sculpt. And then I blast yeah. the music and I just draw to that one feeling, mm-hmm. um, hundreds of sketches. And then I put that section away and then I try to go through every every stage of it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah it's great. I think it, how emotion yeah. drives the collection. That's really yeah, great. It yeah. actually reminds me of our basic design classes. Do you remember yeah. when we used to uh, paint on yeah. music? Like yes, our yes. teacher our faculty would play the music and we had to draw uh-huh. uh, on, based on that music whatever yeah. emotions, emotions we, we were felt like yeah, yeah that time that point of time it was I, so interesting my that. favorite that that used to be my favorite class so every oh. one song but everyone had different emotions yeah you know? and colors some would and feel colors. happy after listening to that so- song and some would li- mm-hmm. would feel sad or depressed yeah. you know yeah. and that was yeah. very interesting to see like to experience. I love it. that. Yeah. I would love that class. So your process <laughs> actually reminds me of that class. <laughs> Pretty yeah. interesting. So we we would definitely like our audience to see more of your collection and get in touch with you to know more about your products. So where can they find you and your products? Definitely. So you can go to our Instagram at Corey Burns. So mm-hmm. it's C O R I I B U R N S or www dot mm-hmm. okay perfect and of course your instagram is also there so we will link those in our podcast and uh, we'll put that on our instagram as well um is there anything else that we you know missed or you want to cover uh, in today's interview or you want to uh, talk about so oh i do have a handbag coming oh. out um this april so i'm super oh, excited wow. about that nice <laughs> We would love to see, like, it's coming in April? Yes, in April. Amazing, okay. amazing. <laughs> Great. We would love to see. We'll keep our, our eyes on, yeah, yeah. on your page. Thank you. <laughs> great, great. 
um cool so on this note on behalf of our podcast audience we would like to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to have to do this interview with us it it was a pleasure to have you on and we are so excited to see the amazing brand like yours in the space of sustainability working with deconstruction and upli- upcycling concepts thank you so much for joining us today gauri thank you thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much for having me